Hey, baby. What's going on, guys? It's Lashana, a.k.a. Miss West, bringing you Balance Above Everything with the Bay Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to our Sharing is Caring segment. I just wanted to talk about a few events that's coming up. And the first one that I wanted to highlight would be my event. I am having a Bay Brainstorming Workshop or Work Group, if you may. And that's going to be this Saturday. You can check it out on Eventbrite and also on my Instagram page. It's from 1230 to 2.30. And basically, it's a platform where a group of strangers kind of pitch their project or their platform. Um, give us a little summary about what, what it is, what um, what's been going well, what challenges they've had, and some questions for the group. Um, before we even provide them with feedback, I'm also going to go over a little snippet on how to give feedback. Um, I know that might seem elementary. However, sometimes you have to be proactive in regards to um, just explaining how things are supposed to go. Because, you know, when you're excited, you might just start going off the cuff and providing feedback, but it's not done in a constructive way. So I just want to make sure that I provide an open and safe space for everybody to feel comfortable. Um, Secondly, there's an event on April 13th, and I'm actually going to be helping facilitate a workshop for teens, and it's called A Game Plan for Greatness, Getting Organized, and it's presented by Cultivating Gems, Inc., Um, and this is for teen girls. So I'm super excited to just talking about being productive, how to be organized, um, time management, etc. So if you have a teen or you know a teen that might be interested, um, you can head over to my page to get the information for that and also add Cultivating Gems Inc. on your Instagram, Facebook, etc. Lastly, I have a Facebook group and it's called Bay Brainstorming. And it's basically a group where Um, we all kind of check in about what we have going on business-wise, getting feedback, asking questions, and getting support. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, um, go ahead and add yourself to the group, and I will definitely approve you. Um, You can just Google Bay Brainstorming in the group section on Facebook. So yeah, lots of good stuff going on, and remember, sharing is caring. Hey everyone, welcome to episode three, and it's called Becoming. And I know when you've seen that title, you're probably thinking of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. Well, I hope that you are, because a lot of what I'm going to talk about now has to do with a couple things that resonated with me after reading her book. Um, I'm in a group called Young Professional Urban League. I said that backwards. The Urban League Young Professional Group. And we actually had two meetups about the book becoming because it just really gave a lot of insight and sparked a lot of great conversations where we had one meetup and we had to do a second one as well. And so I just jotted down some notes and there are some things that I kind of want to talk about. But number one is the word all on its own becoming. And the reason why the word resonates with me is because of this right here. I was ambitious, though I didn't know exactly what I was shooting for. 
Now I think it's one of the most useless questions an adult can ask a child. What do you want to be when you grow up? As if growing up is finite. As if at some point you become something and that's the end. So far. So. I really, really, really agree with her. And after hearing her say that and reading it, um, I now have trained my brain to not even ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And when I hear someone ask a child that, I correct them. I just corrected someone the other day. And I just said, hey, why don't we ask them, what are some of the things that you want to do when you grow up? What are some of the things that you want to be? Because it's not finite. Like she said, it's not the end. I mean, just personally myself, I do four or five different things. And if I had my mind narrowed to where, oh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Oh, I want to be a nurse. Realistically, I don't even know how many people only have done one thing in their life. We evolve. We're becoming who we are. And that could be jumping from three different careers or it could be trying 17 different things. There's no right or wrong. So I just really, really, um, I'm glad that she pointed that out because it's so true. Um, so while reading further in, in the book, Becoming, um, she talked about a couple guys that she dated and one guy she dated, he was a football player and he inspired her because he was a football player and, you know, he was trying to get a scholarship, etc. But he applied to be a mascot um, for the Cleveland Browns instead of doing something different. And she was just like, wow, why would he do that? That's not going to that's not the path that he should go on. And she called it quote-unquote swerve you know some may call it a pivot she called it a swerve and she learned that it's okay to swerve um because of doing that he was able to broaden his horizon and he still ended up being a doctor he was um going to school to be a doctor and playing football but he wanted to be a mascot and some may laugh at that like why the hell would you want to dress up and go on a, a field and be a mascot. Well, whatever reason was his reason alone. And I just think it's pretty cool that she, cause she was more rigid, but she sat back and watched him do that. And it really, really inspired her. And what she also stated was most people are afraid to swerve because they're afraid of being judged. Um, and at the end of the day, we have to do what we want to do for ourselves. Um, and I think that all comes in with being confident and being secure with yourself. So, like I said, he wanted to be a doctor. He still ended up being a doctor, but he still took a swerve or a pivot and he was a mascot. Um, and I just thought that was pretty cool, um, that she pointed that out. And, you know, we all know that she ended up marrying Barack Obama, but she still has some some key stories and some key um, examples about things that she learned in the book about her exes, which I thought that was pretty unique as well. <laughs> um, if you guys do not have the book Becoming, go grab it. I started off reading it, but I noticed that when I got the Audible 
I was able to read to I was able to get the material a little bit quicker. I'm still not done. I'm on like chapter six, which is bad. I'm not happy to to even say that, but I am still listening to it a little bit here and there as we go. Um, something else I wanted to point out in the book was Michelle talking about her love story with Barack. Um, she would beat herself up a lot like, oh, no, you don't like him. No, you can't have feelings for him. Because as you guys know, for those who have read a little bit about the book or um, learned about their story, she was his mentor. So she was a little bit embarrassed to, one, be not overseeing him, but kind of being his mentor and then turning into his girlfriend. But she was smitten by him. And I thought it was so cool and so cute on her response to him and how she would feel when um, he didn't come in her office. Cause like he would come to office and they would sit down and talk. And when he didn't come, she felt differently. And I, I know for a lot of us, that's just paying attention to how you feel in regards to another person. So that was so sweet. Like, I'm not going to say I got butterflies in my stomach, but I could hear in her voice, just her spirit and her thinking back on about that. Just anyways. Yeah, I'm getting mushy. But if you guys have not checked out the book please do you can even get on youtube and listen to the audible um free there but i had to have the hard copy as well just so i could put it on my dining room table so lastly what i want to do was talk about some conversations that we talked about in our meetup and it's funny because the book becoming still led us down the path of talking about relationships. Um, and I think it's because she talked about her relationships a lot in the book with Barack. And, you know, everybody's not a Barack Obama and everybody's not a Michelle Obama. But we can still relate, especially people of color. You can still relate to these individuals. Um, so something that was very interesting was seeing how secure and confident Barack was to to date his mentor he had balls of steel very confident very secure in who he was as a man um she talked about staying at his place a lot he had like a studio that he subleased from somebody and they would sleep on a mattress but she didn't care because she basically was falling in love with this man and the interesting thing is he ended up being the president of the United States and now she is Mrs. Michelle Obama. So, you know, you got to crawl before you walk and you cannot judge a book by its cover and you got to hang in there. And I say this because a lot of us, you know, we think what what glitz, the glitz and glam is what's popping and and it's it's not always. Now, is everybody going to have a story like theirs? No. But it still was a good, friendly reminder and a good wake-up call to to pay attention to those kind of things. Um, and they're still together, you know, and had two beautiful daughters and living life, living life. 
So yeah, I'm rambling now, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up, but I did want to give an update because on some future episodes, I'm going to have a couple co-hosts and um, have a couple interviews coming up. I won't reveal them right now, but it's in the works and I'm super excited. Again, guys, um, always, always have a balance with what you're doing. I feel like Michelle was very rigid at first and then she kind of peep game on people who were swerving, people who was living their best lives, people who just didn't, you know, check the check boxes and went out of the check boxes. And that and that's how you have a balance because if you're super rigid, something is going to be unlevel. It's almost like a teeter-totter, right? If one end is heavy and the other one's light, then the teeter-totter is not balanced. So how do you put a little bit of weight on both sides so that you can have a balanced situation? Whether it's work, school, dating, your kids, um, your health. Just make sure that it's balanced. What that looks like, we'll talk more about that in detail in further episodes. But until then... Be easy, guys. Thanks again for listening, everyone. If you want to reach out to me to partner or you have any questions, please hit me up on my email, balanceaboveeverything at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out my personal websites, which would be Instagram and Facebook. The handle is at Miss West Creative Coach. Remember, be blessed, be beautiful, be balanced, and be bold.